horses and sneakers and everyone eats nachos afterwards. Come on, you know, hopers, you jokers and rogues. We're on the road to nowhere. Let's find out where it goes. It might be a ladder to the stars. Who knows? Come on. All right, uh, welcome to Sea Stories with Adam. Sea Stories are tall tales generally told by sailors and fishermen. And uh, when I think of a bunch of sailors telling stories, I, I, I usually think about them sitting around some type of pub or, or something along, along those lines. So I figure the best thing we could do is uh, chat over Zoom and uh, drink some beers. My name is Adam and I am drinking an Elysian Space Dust IPA from around here, Seattle, just making sure I got the city right. And uh, it's pretty good. Uh, who, who's next? I'm Andy, over here in Virginia, drinking uh, Devil's Backbone uh, Vienna Lager from Lexington, Virginia. Uh, and how do you like your beer? Pretty good. So <laughs> now, how about you, Drew, introduce yourself. And what are you drinking? Hey, uh, so I'm Drew. I uh, am actually drinking a um, mixed drink. I'm drinking some rum and uh, grapefruit soda. So, yeah, it's nice and refreshing. I'm kind of living um, out my beach spring break from last week. So, yeah, trying to keep it keep it tropical. And a rum is a is a sailor's drink too, right? Oh yeah, nice like pirate bottle of rum. Can't <laughs> there you go. Is that Hamilton? Hamilton the Rum? Yeah. <laughs> From the Hamilton. makers of the musical? <laughs> is that Manuel, or what's his name? <laughs> Lynn Manuel Miranda's Rum? No. <laughs> uh, and Joe, what, what do you got? I'm Joe, and I am drinking a Bud Light. <laughs> Keeping it American, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. You know? Midwest. Keep it Midwest. Yeah, I, I'm gonna get better at this whole beer, better, you know, marketing for my hometown a little bit better. You had a you had a long weekend though, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to make sure that I met everybody online, so I uh, <laughs> kind of rushed home from work so that we could make sure this happens today. Hopefully, we can get the scheduling better. I should probably get your phone numbers just so we, we could do a better job scheduling. You should have mine. Mine hasn't changed in. Uh... Yeah. Okay. I probably do have them then. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Possible, but yeah. I'll send it in. Uh, you know, our messenger group, not not on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, is it meta, Andy, to talk about the podcast in the podcast? You know, I don't know. Like everything's meta. You know, it's it's just the the one of those buzzwords. You know. IT geeks and whatnot else, you know, we got to work on our SEO and, and uh, <laughs> you know, get trending here or something. I thought we had a pretty successful first podcast this last time. And, and so I kind of want to do the same thing. But now with, with the same three guys, I want to deep dive into specific Navy subjects for at the beginning. And I kind of want to go in a chronological naval career order. So to kick it off, I want to talk about getting recruited. Here we 
again! Here we go again! Same old song again! Same old song uh, can you guys tell me about your recruiters really quickly? Uh, I think we should go in alphabetical order, so Andy, Drew, and then Joe. Sure. Just to keep it, you know, orderly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my recruiter was an EW, and I'm trying to think if he was a second or a first when he recruited me or whatever, but, you know. While he was there, he definitely made first. Uh, but he was a friend of the family. He was EW1 Novak, which would make him a, a CTT is what they became. If I remember right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but he was a friend of the family, so it was somebody that I kind of knew going into this whole thing. And, uh, you know, I, I think him and the other people at the uh, recruiting station we're pretty honest and transparent about things. Um, so there wasn't as much of the promise the world and, and give you Norfolk, <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of, you know, uh, scheme or anything going on. So that's what I'd have to say. How about you, Drew? Um, well, I don't remember the name of my recruiter. He was pretty cool and straightforward. Um, you know, I don't feel like I was really lied to. Uh, well, I mean, let me take that back a little bit. I don't feel like, like I, I, I knew what I wanted to do when I went into the Navy, but, you know, I didn't know how I would get to where I was going to get, if that makes sense. Like, I didn't know how, I didn't know I was going to end up as a fire control. Yeah. You know, like the whole tech core thing, you know, I don't think that was properly explained or maybe I just didn't understand like the, like how that was going to play out. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I, he was pretty straightforward with everything else and telling me like, you know, how to answer all the questions, to be honest. Right. You know, and, um, it, you know, funny story. He kind of, uh, like I, I took a, the ASVAB test, like a pre-ASVAB test, you know, right. Um, with him and cause we were trying to determine like what, what our job, what my rate would be, what I could choose from. Um, you know, when I went into MEPS and I bombed the shit out of it, man, I scored like a fucking 27 or something Jeez. like retarded, like yeah. you know, something just horrible. And yeah. he, I, I remember him just being like, Oh man, yeah. that's rough. Like, you know, uh, and then, you know, I don't want to derail things, but fast forward to MEPS, it, it kind of changed. So but I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll leave it at that. I'm sure we'll get there. Yeah. All right. Uh, pretty much a straightforward uh, deal, you know. Uh, I turned uh, eighteen uh, that November that I was the, of my of my senior year. So uh, in in d December, I was already signed up. I was done. <laughs> uh, it just seemed like such an easier thing to do than like. Figure out know, college. <laughs> figure out like going to college or whatever. And it, yeah, it was just one of those. And I had like a lot of pressure from like my family. My grandpa was in like World War II. He was senior chief, like boiler tech, like all these, like Joe DeCavill will be the next. <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> so, uh, you know, with, like I had a lot of that pressure and stuff. And uh, so I was like, yeah, you know, whatever, man, I'll do it. And uh, yeah, so I was in the delayed entry program throughout high school. You know, but at, uh, the, the, the guy didn't say too much, you know, the, the real kicker is the stuff that they don't tell you about. Yeah. You know, that's, I, I you know, like 
they don't, my, I wouldn't say my guy didn't tell the truth. He just didn't tell like the whole truth, you know, like, <laughs> Oh, let me tell you about sweepers. <laughs> yeah. They leave you all know? that bullshit. Let out. me tell you about, let me tell you about how much fun it is to do line handlers in Boston during a, a, a blizzard. A yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, that sounds great, man. Just hang out with my homies. No, I was miserable. We all were. Yeah. You need to wear your dress whites or whatever the hell we were doing. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. This shit is too cold. But, yeah. you know, they don't tell you that kind of stuff. You know, they just fill your heads with, you know, like seeing the world and yeah, seeing the world, um... college and blah, 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 blah. Well, everybody's you know? kind of boot camp focused. Like, you know, we all know that that's the thing that we have to get through. And like, how hard is boot camp is really, I think, everybody's question yeah. going into a recruiting office. You yeah. Know? Yeah, movies don't really help us out on that, you know, or it's like Tigerland or friggin' what's that? Full metal jacket. Yeah, or, that like I don't want to get beat up stripes, as far as soap. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Or was the Navy recruiter the only recruiter you guys saw? Yeah, for sure. Everybody but the army. I spoke to the Marines, I spoke to the Air Force. How about you, Drew? Um, so I, I walked into the Marine recruiter first uh-huh. and, you know, I was a scrawny kid, uh, growing up, you know, I was like 127 pounds, I think like out of high school. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you guys heard this story before. Um, but anyway, I was, I, I talked to him and I was like, yeah, I want to get like, you know, like fucking manly and big and I want to be a Marine and be a badass and all this other shit. Uh, you know, he put the the coat on me and he's like, yeah, you make you look really good at that, you know, like totally just fucking giving me the whole sales pitch, you know, like, oh, you make it, you know, you'll be a good Marine and, you know, definitely get you physically fit and all this other stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm just not sure, you know, like what, if I really want to do it, like, it seems cool, but it's kind of a lot. And he's like, go next door. And tell the Navy that Navy guys, that you want to be a Marine and tell them what they can offer like over me, you know? And I was like, fuck yeah. You know, I'm going to go do that. And, you know, fuck these Navy guys. Right. Like I'm not li- literally going to fuck them, but you know. <laughs> I mean, it would be a very Marine thing to do. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Establish dominance. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I went next door and I, I opened the door and this dude was sitting there. And I swear he he looked like Popeye, you know, like he had a mustache. He was like beet red, like he had super high blood pressure, like he was just drinking oh. Bud Lights all day, you know. And I, and I told him, <laughs> so, yeah, not, not Joe, but you know, I told him the whole thing, like, yeah, I was just next door with the Marines, and they told me I'm gonna be a badass. And what what would you offer over that? And he's like, well, I can guarantee you, you're not gonna get shot, you know. <laughs> Uh, I can get pretty much guarantee you a signing bonus and you get to pick whatever job you want. And I was like, all right, fair enough. Sign me up. <laughs> when um, I, I, I thought I wanted to be in the Air Force and then I have this crippling fear of heights that yeah. I, I thought I could get over, but I couldn't. And uh, I knew I didn't want to do Army and Marines because... I'm just not that I don't have that kind of willpower. So so 
it was like shit either i i get over my fear of heights and and join the air force or i learn how to swim which was i thought was equally as hard as getting over my fear of heights but ultimately uh my fear of heights beat my fear of swimming and i went navy <laughs> so you didn't know how to swim joining the navy no but i passed i i uh, while in boot camp i declined the first swim test and i went to the remedial classes where they teach you how to swim and i uh-huh. passed it that day so nice. so you are from california yeah I'm from the That's Midwest. a large coastline, big guy. I'm from the Midwest of California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you don't have pools in California. I feel like it's a very like I mean, there's pools everywhere in Florida. I'm you know, I'm very I'm pretty introverted and I'm very and I grew up very poor. Yeah, let's not bust his chops so much by not know how to swim, which is absolutely bonkers, but <laughs> yeah. it happened to a lot of guys. it's wild yeah, yeah. That, that was a big shocker to me too when i got in it was like there's this many people that don't know can swim how is yeah. that like, if you join the navy and you don't know how to swim it just seems like i don't know how to fly and i'm sure no one else does when they're joining the air force yeah yeah, yeah fair enough fair yeah. enough <laughs> there's plenty of world war ii vets that like went through world war ii not knowing how to swim too though which it's is crazy, crazy stuff thing, you know yeah um yeah the, uh yeah, I didn't. I didn't even even think about another recruiter thing. I mean, like I said, like the the family pressure must join the Navy. So you know, there's no oceans in the Midwest. Why would you? That's the whole thing, man. The yeah. sea was calling me. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't imagine. So it's blood. Like uh, it's in my blood. Upper waves of grain. I think. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, that was, yeah, that was, I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even bother with it. And I knew, I I did another guy in my high school was going to a buddy of mine. He joined, so we joined together at the same time. So he's kind of made the whole transition a little easier. Yeah. But yeah, the buddy system thing was definitely like, that was one thing that like the guy like kind of bullshitted me about. Cause when I showed up there, I was like, yeah, me and, uh, me and uh, Nathan Silver are here. We're in the uh, buddy program. They're like, Get the fuck out of here. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. Stop yelling at me. I mean, just rode the yeah, plane together. Like, bro, we just <laughs> met. You don't need to talk to me like that. Um, so so when you guys signed on the dotted line saying that you, you're promising you're gonna go to boot camp as that date approached, were you guys hesitant? Were you ready to go? How were you guys feeling as you approached that date to ship off? ready to go you know like i was i mean i would been kind of in that mindset of you know wanting to go i mean i was in depth for a whole year um you know i've been considering the military you know at least since junior year probably you know was an option of where i was going to go just kind of like joe said it kind of simplified things you know towards the end of high school it's like well i don't have to worry about acceptance letters and all this crazy college nonsense i'll just you know get accepted to the uh you know service so to speak yeah and uh you know just kind of you know that part in itself just took a a weight off of my shoulders so it was easier and then 
I mean, granted, the the night before, like shipping out was, you know, a different story where it kind of it hits you, you know. But uh, you know, I remember smoking a whole pack of cigarettes, oddly <laughs> enough, like <laughs> at night, like in the hotel. But uh, you know, that was about it. How about you, Drew? Yeah, so um, I think that it really didn't hit me until like the night of, you know, like it, it, I mean, I was okay with it. I was like, you know, real, I guess, proud and gung-ho, like, yeah, I'm going to join the Navy. I'm going to go to boot camp. And then like the night before is when, you know, you kind of don't really sleep very well, or at least I didn't, you know, uh-huh. and, um, you know, just you, you get that kind of anxious feeling. You don't know what, what's going to happen. You know, you don't know what, what it's going to be like at all. So, like, there wasn't documentaries back then about, you know, boot camps or anything like that. You know, maybe like a Navy SEALs, like, documentary, but but nothing like there is now with the reality TV. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I was just a little anxious the night before. But before, man, like, I was cool. I was like, fuck yeah, Navy. What about you, Joe? Were you um, ready to roll out? Well, uh, like I said, like I had signed up in December of 2000 and uh, I told, and I, I wanted to like, you know, like part of the whole high school experience, you know, you get your, your senior summer, you know, or yeah. the, the summer of your senior year, you know, you don't have to go back to school or, you know, you're getting ready to go to college. So I wanted to make sure that I experienced that as well before like, with all my friends and stuff before I was going to go away for six years. Yeah. And, uh, like as the summer went on, like people started to to migrate towards their, you know, where they're going to college. Yeah. You know, so people are going to like KU and K State mm-hmm. and Pittsburgh State. And then one day I was like, Well, I have nothing to do. Everybody's gone. And so I I, I was supposed to leave on September eleventh. And uh I was at Matt, I, I got it was my mom's birthday too like she was like you know oh i got this you know (laughs) and she's having a fit you know like i'm leaving and all this so like we're in the meps thing and then we're eating like lunch or something or eating breakfast something but we're eating in the lunchroom there and then some lady was like you know a a plane just hit a uh, hit one of the towers and you know like what that's that i was like that's crazy she leans against this another one just did it i'm like holy shit, you know, just like everybody else was at the time, you know, and then, uh, I mean, immediately they drop the, you know, the, sh- the shades down, lock the doors. It's, it's okay. Defcon one, you know, I mean, it's like, nobody's leaving. We got to get the, we're getting this figured out, you know, like nobody's coming in. Nobody. So we're there for like, I mean, I'm there all day, all night. They finally take us back to the hotel room and they bring us back the next day yeah and uh they're basically like my recruiter like i called my recruiter and i was like yo uh like i don't want to be here very much longer <laughs> like somebody's got to like you know we I, I don't have a cell phone or anything on me you know this right. is 2001 i mean like i had a cell phone i didn't bring it to meps with me so i could take it to boot camp yeah. you know so i got i'm on a pay phone and he's like all right well we'll come up and get you and so he came up there and picked us up and took us back to <clears throat> the recruiter's office. And uh, then they, 
and then we just, I mean, like I went, I went home and I was home for, I think I ended up leaving September 16th. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, I wasn't, I was kind of jazzed to leave on September 11th. And yeah. then like, I wasn't so jazzed to leave on September 16th because, you know, I mean, I'm a kid, you yeah. know, I don't know anything about like global conflict or, you know, Department of Homeland Security or, you know, I don't know anything in this, you know, and I'm like, fuck, like, this is the one thing I didn't want to really have to deal with too much, you know, I mean, this is what you sign up for, you know, so I mean, I'm not acting like that, but, you know, when you're, I, I'm sure that like guys going in like Vietnam weren't like, yeah, <laughs> you know, right. like they, they yeah. weren't clicking their heels to get, you know, so I was like, shit, man, this is, this is serious business, you yeah, know, I just want to be eased into it, not... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, let me get like six, seven, eight months into this thing. And then, you know, so I'm like, I'm like, curious and like, is boot camp going to be, you know, a longer situation now? Um, you know, am, are they going to like, just be like, nope, you're going straight from boot camp right to sea, dude. Like, we yeah. don't even have time to train you. I hope you enjoy fucking shit up on the high seas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm like, I, I, you know, and my recruiter's like, dude, cool out. You know, my mom's having a friggin' Shit. Oh, yeah. oh yeah you know and i my my, my very close to my, both my parents you know I, they're still together you know so i mean like i mm. i had never really gone anywhere for a long amount of time without you know my parents you know maybe like three or four days mm. you know making a road trip or something yeah. senior year but outside of that i mean you know i'm, I'm getting ready to leave before the foreseeable future you know yeah, right. so i mean you know mom's having a shit fit and the recruiter should have talked her off of a fucking, you know, cliff. <laughs> but that, you know, yeah, but to answer the, I guess the original question is, I was ready to go and then I was like, nah. yeah. So that means Rumsfeld went to your pass and review? Donald Rumsfeld, the Secretary of the Navy back then? You know, I couldn't, I, I have no idea. You know who, you know, who uh, is it from, uh, the same county I'm from, though Terry D. Scott. Nice. Yeah, he was a, he was a big Master Chief, bro. Big one, big time. They got a sign when you drive into when you drive into Lewisburg, Kansas. Oh, really? Oh, Terry D. Scott. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, did you guys receive any uh, like advice prior to going to boot camp from anybody? Like my my neighbor. My neighbor's dad, he was a uh, he was drafted. And the only thing he told me was uh when you're in boot camp, do exactly what you're told, no more, no less, and uh take care of your feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I would have got that advice. Yeah, right. <laughs> what oh, what about you guys? Did you guys get any advice? I'm trying to think. Um From- I did- from the recruiter use, or... use Prel. Use Prel. <laughs> <laughs> so he, yeah, he's like buy the concentrated stuff. It lasts longer and it's mm-hmm. you know it's better than something. So I, I brought my own Prel, dude. I got to use it. Mm-hmm. You know, because they go through all your shit and they throw out when you don't need it. They mail it home or whatever. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm not lying. I'm not. Oh. I'm not lying. I got to keep Prel, dude. Crazy. I didn't have to buy any of the any X for our first trip. That's. Is that has has that been handy in the COVID times? Like, I feel like 
you've always had Perel from from that point. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, God, no, 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 no. Joel, you Perel still? I'm okay. an Old Spice man, baby. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Did you get any advice or anything? Uh, yeah, my dad was in the Navy um, in Vietnam. Uh, and he gave me like similar advice. Just do what you're told, uh, you know, and it'll be fine. It's not like they want to kick you out or anything like that. You know, they want you to pass, you know, it's not it'd be kind of kind of fucking retarded, you know, like you're not retarded, but you know, it wouldn't make much sense if they wanted to like kick everyone out and make it so hard you can't do it. <clears throat> Um, yeah, he said, "Do what you do it. Do what you're told, and you know you'll be fine." Were you guys uh, influenced by like the how the media portrayed boot camp, like your the Full Metal Jackets or anything? Was that on your mind as you were getting ready to leave for boot camp? I think to some extent it's on everybody's mind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's always a little bit of that because you're like, you know, I mean, Dude, we I all kind of went in that era of like when it was still a little bit. It was closer to that than it wasn't, you know. Um, well, yeah, you know. like in the movies and stuff, you mostly hear about like Marine and Army boot camp, and and, and you don't really hear about the the Navy boot camp. Did you did you think it was going to be easier or on the same level? Or I thought it was going to be easier. I I thought yeah. that with the movie too. Like, well, I can't be this fucking bad. Yeah, so, well, I thought it'd be more right. aquatic. <laughs> yeah right it was, I was i was very disappointed with the lack of water at boot camp i mean we drank a lot of it but right? i didn't spend a lot of time submerged right that's really good. thought that marlin spike was going to take us somewhere yeah oh yeah what was it <laughs> yeah so, i was kind of disappointed in that let's get into some boot camps I remember pretty vividly my the the night I actually went to boot camp. I had to take a train to the airport and then to the airport to Chicago, and then I met a bunch of people and we loaded up on a bus. And I got to the actual boot camp at night, and I remember um, stepping off of the bus and I looked up in the sky and it was like a clear blue or a clear night sky with a bunch of stars. I, I just remember all that stuff. Do you guys remember? Your guys' first time actually leaving for boot camp? I mean, like showing up or leaving? Yeah, showing up. I remember, getting off, I remember getting off that bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and the, the stars in the sky really wasn't a, a thing for me. I mean, I'd seen them a whole bunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have a lot of a lot of open air out here. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I think, that's, I think that's pretty amazing, you know? I mean, like, I couldn't imagine being like, you know, from backwater mississippi yeah, being like I mean, snow what's happening what is this yeah like, you know, like and and knowing myself like how i am now like how my friends knew me they didn't expect me to jump off and join the military i'm from a pretty traditional mexican family with no military history in my background so like getting off that bus was like step one of like my real life like <laughs> to that point i've just been i've just been going through a bunch of motions you know yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's heavy, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it was, you know, once the bus pulled up outside of that building there at uh, Great Lakes, it was just kind of like, 
do what I'm told and just kind of follow and, you know, try not to make any waves, I guess, so to speak. It was just kind of like, you know, I said, get off the bus, go do this and that. Just kind of just made sure I listened, you know, because the last thing I wanted to do was, you know, mess something up like five minutes into the Navy, <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> you don't want to be the best. Yeah. You don't want to be the worst. Just be, uh, just be the guy. Yeah. Invisible. Blend in. Yeah. Shoot for the middle. Do you guys remember, like, did you guys make any friends on the bus and remember any of the conversations, like, going into boot camp? I don't. It's been too long for me. They didn't didn't let us talk. We had to be silent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I remember, I mean, stepping off the bus, because I I flew out of, um, I was in Miami, like, MEPS. That's where I went. And uh, that's basically where I flew out of, um, into Great Lakes. And it was, pretty sure it was real late in the night when we got in and I just remember stepping off the bus and just being like, all right, just do exactly what they say, you know, like come stand here and, and say your social security number and don't say any fucking O's because O is not a goddamn number, you know, always say zero, you know, and I remember the dude like right before me, like completely fucked it up, like right off the bat. And I was like, are you serious? Yeah. How can you be that dumb? Yeah. And they just lit his ass up. I just remember them just, lighting him up like insane but uh yeah and i remember when it came time to mine i was like fucking zeros all the way and i still do <laughs> the only like I, I i joined with with a buddy like i said yeah and so like standing in line or something you know waiting to like you know take all your clothes off or whatever else the hell that you got to do that first day uh you know it was with a buddy so you know, it was equally as shitty for him as it was for me. So having someone to share that misery that I know is not having a good time as well. I mean, I'm sure everyone else there was, you know, knowing for sure the guy that's also having a bad time yeah. makes you feel pretty good. And uh, then as soon as we get to boot camp, they're like, or, you know, your division or whatever, he's clear across like the furthest point forward. And I'm in the clear furthest point back damn near. And I'm like, well, shit, I have to now make a friend and, so and it's the, the RDC or whatever said something, and I was like, "That's like the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life," or something, and mumbled something like a, a quip under my breath. And this guy sitting next to me was like, "God damn, that's about the funniest thing I ever heard." Or something. <laughs> I went, <laughs> I was like, I looked at, him, I was like, "Dude, where the fuck are you from?" And he's like, "Akron, Mississippi," and I about fucking lost it. I was like, "I, I was like, I didn't think that people talked like that." <laughs> so it's only movies. I was like, "This is ridiculous. This yeah. is crazy." And, uh, and then we, and I was like, and then like the next day, I, I chatted with him, and he turned out he was also going to tech core. Huh. I was like, "Oh man, dude, me and Dale will just be friends." And we were <laughs> friends for like a year and a half. I mean, up until yeah. uh, we went to C school. Yeah, right. I, I went to Dahlgren, and he went to C uh, was probably. Uh, no, he was an old computer tech. Oh yeah, or not oh, a computer like a, tech. Uh, what uh, display tech? Plants? He was a display tech. DD nine sixty three. Couldn't tell you. So it was because I remember like, um, well, Putnam went to when he went to C school. He was in a class with one of the guys from my A school because he went DD nine sixty three, and then he, you know, got a new NEC because they got rid of all the spook cans. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I went to A school with that guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I mean, like, I had a really decent, uh, you know, like buddy from like the instant that I walked in there. So yeah. it was, it was, it was pretty cool. And like, I make friends pretty easily with like you know some randoms here and there. Uh, and we 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 just we we hit it off, dude. It turned out we we became like really good friends. He, he came to I we flew back to Kansas a couple of times and partied. And that's awesome. Damn. Yeah, dude, it was it was sick, man. Me and Dale, just get down. Dale, how ridiculous is that? They gave you a list of things to bring to boot camp, and then when you get to boot camp, you throw it all in the box and ship it back home. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember the funny thing about that was, um, like looking because that was like in your debt book or whatever, like stuff you can bring or you can use at boot camp, and uh, a friend of mine, like kind of as a gag or whatever like you know mailed me a, a small package and uh one of the weird things on that list of things you could take to boot camp was a small plastic rake what? you know like one of those like mcdonald's toys or something weird so like my friend mailed me one like you know fourth week of boot camp or something you know so i open up this package i have no idea what the hell it's going to be like obviously everybody's always worried you're going to get fucking cookies or some shit you know because that's the oh. worst thing to happen you know oh yeah and it's like those. what the fuck is this i'm like it's an inside story you know it's a long story kind of inside joke thing it's like all right whatever fucking so that was just like in my a and b drawer for the rest of my time in boot camp because yeah, technically authorized yeah yeah like i have no idea yeah <laughs> But yeah, weird. weird thing that's on the list. So I don't remember. <laughs> it's <taking> very <laughs> random. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a random one. What do you, was was there a term when they put you in the room and they they tried to get you like your last confession kind of? What was that called? Oh, I don't. I don't think I had like a. Did it have a name? Uh, did oh, it like declaring amnesty or something on no, it, no, some wait, shit or whatever? Here's your last possible chance to to admit that you like smoke marijuana oh yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about wasn't yeah, there yeah. yeah that was at like meps though or whatever i think well Maps no they did they did it at and then they camp, like and then they piss test you again yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i guess to see if like your story changes between the two yeah probably you know yeah. i just stuck to the same thing that i said before like i smoked marijuana at least 10 times <laughs> and that was in like i mean it was in my my file i've always thought that was kind of weird like has admitted to at least 10 times i'm like weird yeah have you guys ever taken a polygraph test i don't think no. I've taken a polygraph test that shit at least 10 times does not fly in a polygraph test either. well yeah because it's yes or no's kind of thing like oh yeah no no you know i mean but i mean like you know i had smoked weed in high school a lot of people did a lot of people still do, I think. I don't know. I haven't seen the numbers. I haven't poured over the data myself. But I will tell you that, you know, I mean, and, and I, yeah, they, and of course, they're like in my face about it, you know, and I told the, the recruiter the same thing. In fact, I pissed hot when I was in delayed injury program. I told them, I was like, I smoked weed at a concert like three days ago. Yeah. And they're like, you can't do that. You know, I'm like, I don't know what I'm even taking piss tests. Well, I'm not going anywhere yet. <laughs> right. You know, uh, so the um, yeah, I was I wasn't some pothead either in high school. Like I smoked marijuana occasionally. Right. You know, I just want to make that clear. I wasn't some burnout. 
No one's judging you. Okay, I can see it in your eyes. Right <laughs> the, we were always being worried, and I was like, like counting the days. I'm like, you know, and then like, you know, so I just right. was honest with him. I remember that. Yeah, that your your last confession. Like, you know, what else have you done? Are you harboring fugitives? Like, yeah, yeah, I was told no, man. Naval opportunity. opportunity. That's what it stands for. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Everything. Hey, man, did you smoke weed? Nope. Nope. Ample opportunity, homie. The only thing I only uh, admitted to was having seasonal allergies. <laughs> Sometimes ragweed gets to me. Yeah. Like, all right, we'll let it go this time. All right, there's no ragweed in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. How how big of a culture shock was the was boot camp when you saw all these people from all over the United States? Go like, ahead, Drew. You look like I know. I'm waiting for you because I mean I was I grew up in South Florida. So I mean I was I was pretty used to a lot of different people, you know. It's pretty much a melting pot of a bunch of different like races, ethnicities. Even like, like the southerners and midwesterners, that's that was trippy for me. Like the southern Dude, there's some southern trash in Florida, man. Oh, so that's, that's pretty true. We I, have Flor- Florida man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need i say more you yeah. know what i'm saying so it's like I, i've seen i've seen it all i feel like it's i was exposed to a lot of different cultures you know growing up in south florida and and that stuff so it wasn't too big of a culture shock to me i feel like I, it made it easier to like talk to everyone else but there were those people you know that were like i've never seen a black person or like an asian person in my life you know yeah. and it's just like you're like all right well, that's interesting, but it's, you know, how you grew up, right? Yeah. Where? It, it was in Mineral, Ohio. What was, I mean. Yeah, I mean, well, so that was an interesting All the Polish thing, like, people there. Right. <laughs> well, like uh, my, you know, the suburb that I grew up in, or at least the, you know, second half of my child formative years, you know, that was a, it was a pretty, pretty white town. Um, but like, I mean, I originally came from Cleveland and like other stuff I did. You know, I interacted with, you know, all kinds of other people, you know, black folks and probably I had a token Asian friend and probably not as many Hispanic people around where I was from. But I mean, you know, it's kind of in the middle between Asian and and black. So, you know, just different different colors of coffee, you know, if you will. (laughs) so, like, I'm from Paola, Kansas. Yeah. Uh, it's a never met. You've never met like a uh, like a surfer California bro, and you're like, holy shit, that's real, or something like that, or like a Puerto Rican from New York, and you'd be like, like man, I thought this was just in the movies. Right. Yeah. Well, I probably didn't. I don't remember being exposed to Puerto Ricans in movies before. Like, I don't think I had a. I think a lot of anybody from California. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I don't think I had any like California surfer guys in my division. I mean, I had like I had some characters for sure, you know. But I mean, uh, you know, nobody was too extreme into any real stereotype. I would say for the most part. So I'm from Paola, Kansas, and it is a rural farm community south of Kansas City. Uh, I don't know the exact breakdown. Demographics, yeah. 
Yeah. But I would say that I think when I was in high school, at the time I graduated high school, I think there was eight black dudes, yeah. uh, like three Mexicans, uh, like two or three American Indians, maybe. Uh, we had an Asian foreign exchange student, so we didn't have an Asian person there. Was, so did he think that, that, was, that was part of his program was like going to Kansas. I wonder if he got. She, I wonder if she got there. And was just like, oh my god, uh, <laughs> what have I gotten myself into? Like, like, it's very. It's like, you know, I mean, like everybody's friendly. It's not like some you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. racist clan neighborhood or something. I don't want to disparage yeah. my hometown like that. It's definitely not like that. It yeah. just turns out that it's, you know, that's just the the, yeah, the makeup, yeah, the makeup of the of the, of the town. Um, <clears throat> So it's pretty easy, to, it's pretty safe to say that I got a lot of my exposure to black culture from BET, The Basement, <laughs> and uh, MTV, uh, was it MTV, MTV Hip Hop? MTV that, Jams or whatever, yeah. Uh, so so we, I have no idea. I was under the impression that there was like these rappers and stuff that I saw on MTV like and hearing them talk and stuff, I thought that that was an act that they were playing. Yeah. And that's not the way that people talk. And I got to boot camp and I remember this dude said something and I was just like, holy shit, you know, this is from like Georgia. When, when, uh, when going on September 16th, everybody was so backlogged that it was like all the division was from like the Northeast. Uh. And then uh, a lot of the, the rest of it was from like the Southwest and then sprinkled in there was a couple of like mid like the Kansas kids there even blew me away. They're from Western Kansas, which <laughs> is really, really, really desolate. I, it's like super crazy flat. It's like right before you get to the Rockies and stuff, you know? And these hillbillies were, you can't even call them hillbillies. There's hills, but these, <laughs> re, these rednecks were, I was just like, these people are, these are real people? No way. Accents blew me away. I don't think I have one so much i mean i guess maybe a little bit but i've always figured that i'm pretty i mean i, I you guys don't have accents either to me yeah, to, right you know but man I, some of those black guys from like mississippi and like georgia like you know like in the hollers or whatever they call them down there i thought I, I was like i was blown away i was seriously shocked at some of that stuff and of course dale being the most country person i ever met in my life you know, uh, yeah, it was it was definitely definitely a culture culture shock. I was I was kind of blown away about the different groups of people and the fact that those are the way that people actually talk in New York City or, you know, yeah, it's pretty cool seeing all those different types of people. And it was pretty cool. Do you guys remember your your rack mate, your bunk mate? What are they called? Bunk, yeah, bunk mates? Were you top bunk or bunk bottom? Mate. Were you guys top bunk or bottom bunk? I was top bunk in boot camp. I was bottom. Bottom. <laughs> and I, and then I had the uh, the rack mate where he couldn't make a he couldn't fold a hospital corner to save his life. Oh, man. And so I was, and put the pressure on you. So I was doing I was making two beds every day in in boot camp. So it was a nice thing. It was summer, so I just slept on top most of the time <laughs> yeah you know yeah same i had my my bunk mate i forget his name but um one night he had uh like rover watch and um so you know he, he got to walk around it was like real late at night probably like two or three in the morning yeah. and the dude had like 
fallen asleep, like sitting down right next to like my rack. And uh, the RDCs came in and found that motherfucker there and just like started screaming at him, like, get the fuck up. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It scared the shit out of me because I'm sleeping right next to this dude. Basically, like him, he's just like leaning up against my locker, you know? I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? And they were like, just go back to bed. And uh, they're yelling right next to me. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, "Uh, maybe stop yelling and I can go to sleep, dickhead. But, you know, they they kicked him, uh, they knocked him back uh, like a week. So for a while, I didn't have anyone like, Actually, yeah, I didn't have anyone sleeping above me for basically like halfway through. But um, yeah, and it sucked because he was like going to the same thing, like, you know, like going to tech core too. But we had, you know, that in common and, and we kind of, you know, would talk about that. And yeah, he was gone, but it scared the shit out of me, man. When they started yelling at me, I thought I was like doing something wrong, like in my sleep or it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I never got, I never got tore up like that too much. Uh, one time, one time, like just, you know, they were yelling some dumbass crazy, you know, something. And that one of the, we had like a, there was like an old man, a younger guy, and then like, like a middle-aged older looking man. And the middle-aged older looking man was like, kind of like the softy of the group. But he's like screaming about something. He called somebody. It was like a knuckle fucker or something. It was something so <laughs> stupid. And I went, <laughs> I couldn't help it. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, drop. Okay. he's like, what do you think? So funny. And I'm like, uh, I don't even know what that is, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> I, 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 like, 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 you know, screaming in my face. And everyone's kind of like, shut up. And I'm like, I'm trying. But, but that was like the only time I never got, you know, the, do five billion push-ups or do crunches until I'm tired or something. Yeah, yeah. That I sucks. Trouble, I got in trouble once and it was it was like during the holiday <laughs> routine. And so, you know, you're you everybody's you know doing what you can during that that time you got off. And so right. I was I was kind of laying like underneath my rack and then I was I had my head on one boot and then I did the thing where you wrap your your shirt with the black polish. And I just had it laying on my other boot on my chest with my finger on top, like if I was polishing it. And I took right. a nap. And my the RDC came in and he caught me. And he's like, I forget what he said. But then he, he started with the eight count beacon. So I started doing my eight counts. And he's like, well, if you got time to sleep, then your, your clothes must be folded pretty nicely, right? And so he went around my rack to look at my locker. And everything was squared away. And he was like, all right, you can stop. <laughs> he just walked away. Fair enough. <laughs> you got me this time. <laughs> ah, you son of a bitch. Well played. Well played, yeah, sir. Yeah. A little quiet kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember uh, there was a uh, like the only time that like it, it was almost like a like a like a, a bad movie scene was uh, there was this kid and he was I don't even remember what his deal was but he was just. You know, just couldn't get right. You know, there's always that. Every division, right. there's there's can't yeah, get right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so can't get right. Getting just tore up about something, and and that dude, that RDC grabbed a toothbrush and snapped the head of it off and threw it in the bathroom, and it was just like scrub the tile. 
And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, and that dude was in there with that little itty bitty toothbrush, you know, just the head of that toothbrush, you know, like cleaning grout as if he's actually cleaning it. He grout, man. I'm just like, yeah. but I mean, it's just so degrading, but I was just like, this guy's watching one too many, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mo- yeah, just one too many, like, war movies or something. This isn't, yeah. this isn't real life. But yeah. I, that kid was crying and shit. Like, it, no. Yeah. We had one of those uh, can't get right kids and he was always getting in trouble and this one time i don't even know what he did but he, he the rdc he called the the division around him and started like making him do i'm gonna say started beating him but we all know that just term uh, yeah. terminology for doing the the exercises or whatever yeah. so he started beating this kid and he made us all watch and he started just like laying into him about why he's fucking up and so he's like and then he was like, would your mom be proud of you and this and that? And then he's like, let's find out. So he pulls out his cell phone, makes him call his mother, and then like starts telling Shut his mom that his, his son is like Shut a shitty sailor. Oh, like, damn, dude. Shit, dude. It's fucking savage. It was savage. You can't do that. <laughs> Jeez. That's horrible. Yeah. Call your mom. In front of the division too. It's like yeah, yeah. I just oh, called nine one one here. Talk about <laughs> <laughs> I would never have thought of that. I'm not that cool. I probably would have called my mom and started crying. Jeez, yeah. that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's fucking savage. Dude. Do you think the guy that can't get right? Do you think he knows he's he can't get right, or do you think he's just like, man, they're always just riding me? I don't know. Ours did. Mine did. Like he. He was kind of he was he was a strange character for one, you know. Um, his name was Rinker, and like he was a weird Asian guy. <laughs> like I remember he got caught like washing his nuts in the fucking sink like at midnight or something weird. <laughs> he was a weird dude, man. But like you know, he's like, yeah, man. It's like you know, realistically, I wish I could you know stay here like a couple months and really get my shit together. You know, if they were to ask me back, like, you know, four or five weeks, so be it. You know, that's, that's probably what I need. Bad. You know, like he was, he was in his own reality of like, yeah, I'm kind of a weird fucking bird, but, uh, you know, I'm doing it's it. I mean, he graduated with out. us, but, you know, like he was, he, he kept us laughing. That's for sure. Can we uh, take a minute to talk about uh, the shower situation? Also about, uh, about how it's fucking 32 below freezing all the time. And it's just like a drip. Oh no, those were fine. Like our showers were like good. Super high pressure, but it was literally like seventeen degrees. I would oh, take really? that. We had the like, drips, man. It was just like I could never get clean. No way. We, I, you couldn't shower without hyperventilating and like getting catching the fucking pneumonia. Oh, I did. Yeah, we didn't have our ours was ours is like we had like different heads that were, you know, warmer than others, right. and yeah. like some of them had like some kind of pressure. But for the most part, I mean, it was just like, like someone just like dripping a cup of water out of it. Like, no, dude, this is oh, thing. Wow. I can't even get my hair, can't get the soap out of it. But yeah. I mean, you're only in there for 15 seconds anyway. Exactly. You can't, I don't even know how people like set up and shit. You don't got no time to, you're like walking out of there with shampoo in your hair and shit. You got yeah, you'd think there'd time. be a lot more jockage floating around the boot camp. Yeah, you know, with less time you get to spend washing your nuts. Did you guys have any dental work done while you're in boot camp? Yeah, I did. Um, I didn't have teeth pulled, but I had 
remember I had to go like once or twice. And I, you know, that was always the worst thing, man. Like it was like a fucking horror story. <laughs> Cause like in the waiting room, all they're playing is dental videos. So you're watching like greatest root canals of the seventies or something. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know, here's what they do when you put you under and there's a root canal or fucking tooth extraction. Cause like 80% of you, you're losing your wind- wisdom teeth or some shit. And it's like, God damn, it's disgusting. <laughs> you know, but I mean, you know, like, Oh, well, it's something, you know, it's more visual stimulation than I've had in three weeks. So whatever. Yeah. yeah. At that point in time, you're willing to watch just about anything on TV. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, but it's so, so random. It's like, why are you playing this shit? <laughs> Did you guys also do the thing where, where you only use like two stalls throughout boot camp, So you could keep the other seven. Right. Things? Yeah. Inspection ready, man. Yeah. Yeah. We're not allowed to use the, no use in the urinal. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't use the yeah. urinal. Don't get any pubes in the urinal, man. Yeah. Get off my case, dude. I'm trying to stand up to pee, dog. <laughs> yep. Oh man. No, it's yeah. There was like dumb shit like that all the time, you know. Like, Paid off in inspections, though, I guess. In, in theory. Yeah, right? I, I guess so. But at yeah. what cost, Andy? Right. You had like the two <laughs> the really two uniforms it. that you like never wore. You just kept yeah. them folded perfect, you know. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! I forgot what I was gonna say now. <laughs> you know, and like you always had that, like that was like the Navy always had that. You know, like you always have to have, like you know, don't don't. That's my inspection shirt. You know, I got it starched eight years ago mm-hmm. by the Filipino lady down on Military Highway, oh. and I'm, I've never washed it. I don't even you know look at it until yeah. until it's time to like see the captain. twice a year. Yeah, and then he walks by and he's like. <laughs> Satisfactory, and then he walks away. Like, Son of a bitch! I spent forty dollars on this thing. <laughs> right? I've been I've been polishing the. I, these are my inspection boots. I've only worn them twenty five yeah. minutes the entire time I've had them, and you're going to come by and say satisfactory, mm. Ugh, dude? That would drive me friggin' crazy. Oh, what what months were you guys in boot camp? I was in September. summer. No, summer was July oh. through. September, yeah, September basically. I joined at the end of May, so it's like right during summer. So my showers were hot. Yep. <laughs> I can't complain about them, other than you know it being weird. I was freezing cold, and I went in July, man, to, and it was hot outside. And you would still, you, they would give you three minutes to shower, but you could only stay in for like a minute and a half. I swear, I, I remember that today. Body couldn't handle it. No. I was in September, October, November. I graduated on like St. Pa- Patrick's Day. Uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. uh, so I'm trying to, I don't know. Chicago's weird. It goes from Autumn. Like, crazy blazing hot to like yeah. 10 feet of snow in the winter. It was like uh, sweatpants and t- Navy t-shirt weather for the most part. Yeah. yeah. Until we got utilities, then you know, of course, it's yeah. Did you what were the other th- dumb things? Was it called a hurricane when the RDCs would come through and, and just toss your locker? Yeah, yeah, or ter- tornado or whatever. Yeah, what was the point of that? Just know, like, they, they give was... like five minutes to straighten everything out, I guess, or something. I don't yeah, know. Just, shit was fucked up. We just fucking tear the whole thing up. I was figuring it's just a boredom. Yeah, it might have been. It's yeah, like, no, I gotta spend 
I think I spent 12 hours or whatever there a day with a bunch of, yeah, you know, my kids for the most part, I guess. Yeah, smelly, everyone's nuts stink. <laughs> Can't wash them. Yeah. You know, and they're like, yeah, why not just tip their lockers over? <laughs> that just reminded me, I was like a, a boxer. I wore boxers and as a kid growing up. And then when I got to boot camp, I had to switch to the, the tidy whities. Tidy whities, yeah. me too, man. It was terrible. That also was, ridiculous. Yeah. Stop with that. Holy shit. Right. Well, yeah, you had, you know, plus the layers was insane. Like you had tidy whities and you had the PT shorts and then like utility pants or whatever on. So like, you know, we got three layers of cotton and wool and it's fucking 85, 85% humidity outside. Like just fucking swamp ass. <laughs> but the fact that like, I don't know about you, I, I'm pretty sure this is the case for everybody. I didn't take a dump for like the first 10 days. I heard that uh, we should have got Normal. like I should have found like an RDC to like come in and talk about it a little bit. Right. I heard I heard that's what the how the food was designed or something. No, it's because you're well, you figure you're so active, like you're burning more calories than you're consuming. Like I used to be that way, like every wrestling season. Uh, like I would, I could count on like one hand how many shits I would take over a wrestling season. It'd be like three, you know. Well, I couldn't believe, I mean, and I didn't even realize I hadn't taken a dump until like day four or five. And I was saying something yeah. to somebody else like, dude, I haven't done it either. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And then when it eventually, you know, when it, when it, when it peaked, it was like shit in a fist. It was terrible. Yeah, right. <laughs> you get back to, <laughs> yeah. well, you don't get the time, but the, the luxury to kind of enjoy it ever. It was always like, you know, if I can full speed ahead out your asshole. <laughs> It chipped the bottom of the toilet, dude. It was crazy. It weighed yeah. like seven pounds. <laughs> right? I think they're mentioning Keurigs, aren't they? Katie Keurigs? <laughs> South Park reference, anybody? <laughs> anybody? No? I haven't watched South Park in a minute. Uh, what was your guys' opinion on the uh, galley? It wasn't horrible. It wasn't, it wasn't great, but like it was, you know, probably had worse on occasion. I've had, you know, def- obviously we've had better, but, you know, like it wasn't as bad most of the time you know like you had between the two options there was always something that was decent i guess and they would always have like the burgers and with that type of food and then like the special the the changing menu right or am i remembering that wrong well that was like are you talking about boot camp or like um when we got to like tech core and stuff at service school oh maybe i'm thinking about service school yeah yeah service school you had the, the burger line and all that with Crazy Miss Pearl, like, hey, hey Pearl. Oh, <laughs> shit. You want the hookup? Oh, you want the hookup, Miss Pearl? <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, the hookup, right? Put those good. mushrooms on there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, not today. Oh, I told you not to believe it like that. <laughs> oh, man. I was, I'm so glad you said that name because I was like, I remember her, man. She was yeah. so happy and always whipping up, right? whipping up the sliders. Yep. Yeah, so, I remember the food being like, I liked like it decent. I was really always hungry, so yeah. I mean, you had like minutes to eat, and I just remember yeah. killing everything. I gotta say, I, gotta, I went, I went into boot camp weighing 117, 118 pounds, and I came out 132. Yeah, yeah, I went in like I said, 127, and I think I came 138 or something. I, I went into boot camp. As a cross country runner, and 
there was nothing physically challenging about boot camp for me. Like I, I smoked everything. Yeah, I, 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 I went in there. You're, are you muted? I can hear. Me. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, sorry. I like to hear me? Out of it, but I couldn't hear anything. Sorry. Uh, I was playing a lot of uh, indoor soccer and outdoor soccer, like all all that whole summer which is very uncharacteristic because I never played ever in my life before that. And just was like, yeah. And a buddy of mine was one of the only Mexican dudes in high school. It was like, you want to come play? I said, yeah, sure. And so I just played and I wasn't very good, but I was running around all, all crazy all summer long and uh, went to boot camp. And yeah, they were like, we're running three miles. I'm like, I'm okay with that, dude. You know, we're running, you know, we're doing a mile and a half or whatever. Yeah. It was always pretty good. Was it? Was there anything physically or mentally hard about boot camp for you guys? Yeah, I got one time. When you get that first phone call, oh, the one that'll break you, you, man. It you get to go. You. you get to go home. Like uh, I'm not much of a crier or anything, anyway. Yeah. Um, but uh, I it, and they gave us that call at like four o'clock in the afternoon on a fucking like Wednesday. Okay, most of our parents are working. So I call uh, my mom. I call my mom at her office. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh and you know she's like hello daddy decapel speaking you know like it's me joe your kid and she's like and then she loses it you know and i'm like and then you know you only get what like seven minutes or something they're banging on the wall every three yeah and i was like mom you know just i'm gonna have to get off the phone i'm just gonna hang up but just you know i love you and you know let's just talk for a minute and then as soon as i have to go I'm just hanging up, not even saying bye. You know, yeah, not gonna right. waste time doing goodbyes. Right. You know, and that was that was a that was a rough one. You know, that was I, I hadn't been I hadn't left home, man. I was I was probably at this point I was probably 19. You know, yeah. I'd never I turned 19 in boot camp. You know, so it was <laughs> I'd and never I, I turned 18 on the Donald Cook. You what? I turned 18 on the Donald Cook. The USS Donald Cook? Yeah. My the first, ship? Yeah. Damn. How old were you when you went to... Were you, like, barely 17? No, you couldn't have started... Like, eight, that's impossible. Eight, eight, you have to be 18 to go to boot camp. No, I went 17 with, on a waiver. Really? Yeah. Crazy. What are you now, like, 31? I'm, like, I'm 36. Oh, shit, man. Young man's game. Yeah. Oh uh, <laughs> uh, well, on on the little free time, like on your holiday holiday schedules or whatever, what were you guys doing on the little free time you had in boot camp? What were some of your favorite things to do? I went to church, man. That's it. I fucking doubled down. Went to you know, I went to service every Sunday. Um, and, you know, that's kind of like the weird thing, I guess, about me. But like, I remember for whatever reason, like you know odd as it is or whatever like i've always fell back to religion i guess you know when chips are down i guess you know like i mean i remember you know i remember getting that bible like you got that pocket bible or something like at maps or whatever and like i remember i read that sometimes on holiday routine and then i go to um you know catholic service because it was an hour outside of the you know outside of the ship or whatever and it was like you know you could kind of like breathe a little bit so to speak like be around people and like kind of interact a little bit so it was yeah. like it was worth it for that little bit of freedom and uh it helped you know so i was very into sleeping 
<laughs> like you said, Adam, like before, I mean, I would, you know, be under my rack and I would like stick my hands in there, like, like tucking in the quarters. Yeah, man. <laughs> in the corners, I just like goes off. And then also I would go to church because they really didn't care. Yeah. Like if he slept or not. So anytime I could sleep, man, that was, that was what I was going for. But, you know, I mean, outside of sleeping at church, you know, it was, you know, like a break and a relief because, you know, you knew like the pastor or the, you know, father or whatever you want to call him was the chaplain. Yeah. Um, you know, like he's not going to yell at you, you know, get <laughs> that moment to like take a breath and kind of, you know, regardless of whether you're religious or not, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like just relaxing and refreshing. Um, but yeah, man, I, I was into sleeping. I tried to do that whenever I could. Yeah. Hollywood shower. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. Hollywood shower. 30, I mean, like at least 30 minutes. I just sit in the hot water and just soap, soap, soap. You guys are <laughs> sad with your hot water. I swear to God, zero hot water. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I take, give me a Hollywood shower in there, man. Just sitting there and just wash yeah. my hair like four times. We had, wash my body like 50 times. We had just, the, we had the, some dudes in boot camp that made a deck of cards out of like yeah. stuff so they could play on Sundays and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty ingenious. Dice out of a bar of soap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did how did you guys deal with battle stations? That's what it's called, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Final evolution. What did you guys think about that? Awesome. Was it, it cool? Was- it wasn't bad like you know it was crazy i mean obviously um how many hours were you guys up for do you remember well i got we got like an hour hour or so of sleep before they called gq because our you know rdcs were pretty smart like that like you know since we were since we we were good kids that week you know we behaved and like you know they they gave us like an hour you know, to get a little shut eye beforehand. So that was good to help us kind of stay a little fresher. But I mean, like I know by, you know, five, six in the morning towards the end of it, like I was definitely feeling it, um, you know, cause you're still running all over the base at, you yeah. know, in boots and stuff and whatnot. I didn't do that. Uh, when I was in, there was the, the flat feet everybody was getting from wearing those boots all the time. I yeah, wear mine. Yeah. In, I wear mine in New Balance sneakers. Uh, right. Yeah, well, yeah, I, know that. I, I carried my boots around my neck. Yep. <laughs> Damn, I ran in boots, but I think oh, we were up for over twenty-four hours. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I thought it was fun. You know, looking back at it, you know, it didn't seem overly. It just seemed like a like an obstacle course, to be honest. Like it was everybody. All those branches get you know like that one thing, and they show you know like the uh like army movies and stuff you know like climbing ropes and going on like these crazy like paintball adventures or whatever is their final test to get into a ranger school or something you know and the navy's like we want to do that too so we're gonna have obstacle courses and sneakers and everyone eats nachos afterwards (laughs) i don't think i ever ever ran that obstacle course because like whenever we were supposed to do it like as a division, like I don't know, I think we fucked up so bad that week or something that like we just went there and got beat on the grinder or something. <laughs> and then like Er was like, you know, he, he was like, You guys don't need that shit. And like, 
whatever it was. So then like first time any of the division did it was battle stations. And like, I wasn't part of the group that went there. Like I think I went to the Marlin spike instead or whatever. The only evolution that I hated was the stupid, the simulated, like there's a hole in the bulkhead and then you have to go through it without touching the sides because it's supposed to be like super hot steel or whatever. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I like I, I like I like that little Marlin spike thing too. What was that like? You got 13 minutes, and they got like pizza Get pans the out underwear. there. Yeah, yeah. Remember the crazy thunder. thing was like with that, like we stood around for 10 minutes trying to remember what the fuck the commands were to say to get it started, and then like one of us figured it out, and then like and then we got it underway like seconds to spare, you know. <laughs> like, all right. Save the day. It's a hurricane, and yeah, then when you yeah. actually get to the real navy and there's a hurricane, you just kind of like stay there anyway. Yeah, right. Is a hurricane Isabel, dude. Yeah, well, it's because we didn't have any arms on board, you know. Dude, we couldn't defend ourselves. Quick side story is uh, I was standing like a pier side, the pier watch, but like yeah. at the water, and I watched a hurricane come in, and I'm like on the radio, and I'm like, hey, are you sure I really need to be out here? in this little wooden shack with plexiglass windows as right. it's coming through and they're like we'll get back to you <laughs> yeah like we were the last ship to call our guys in for that because like aston was on the was down at the pier and he said the chief of the guard left like an hour and a half before i'm watching <laughs> like, i'm watching the chesapeake bay bridge like disappear in the storm and I'm yeah. like, like do i need to be out here for real yeah. and they're like we'll get back to you yeah i was cranking then so like that was fun. Um, and then I also remember at the end of battle stations, like you're in like that stadium with the stadium seatings, waiting for all the divisions to get done, all the groups to get done. And I remember that was the only time I'm, I almost fell asleep standing up. Like <laughs> I was standing up and I was so tired. And I, like, I just, I woke up mid fall and like, luckily I caught myself at, yeah. that was trippy. I, that, I've never experienced that type of exhaustion before. I think I was like marching and sleeping at the same time where like <laughs> at least my brain just wasn't functioning yeah, yeah. Was, like walking and nothing else was going on. Like I was probably like a robot. It's autonomous action. Yeah. Like just put one foot in front of the other and the rest just like blank. And then, um, and then also like I'm on, on my one-on-ones. I like these, I got like these, uh, what I call sailor experiences where like, you know you're a sailor if and then you you've gone through this experience and number one is always like the switching from the recruit ball cap to the navy ball cap and that was <laughs> that was a super uh special moment for me how did how did how were you guys how did you guys react when on that occasion yeah well i mean uh you know if you didn't listen to the previous episode on my one-on-one that was 9-11 so you know oh, yeah. it was a, it was a crazy on 9-11 <laughs> Oh, you graduated that day? Well, that's when we finished battle stations that morning. Like, I was waiting to get my Navy ball cap when the planes hit. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, that was pretty wild. Um, You know, but I mean, it was definitely a a cool thing because I know, like, there was that um, accomplishment whenever you'd, like, go into the galley or, you know, whatever. Like, instead of saying last recruit, it was last sailor. You know, so that was a... That was a cool, pretty moment, you know, to be able to say that if you were one of those people. Yeah, I was pretty proud, you know. Um, I didn't cry or anything, but, you know, I felt like 
like I was like a sailor at that time, you know, like I, I felt like I had accomplished something, you know, pretty hard. It wasn't easy by any means, you know, yeah. sure it was definitely easier than like Marine boot camp, but you know, for the most part, it's, it's a good sense of accomplishment and you get to, you know, wear it like pretty proudly and it's a new hat and your hat, you know, is pretty much like <laughs> disgusting. Right. Yeah. So you kind of feel like a little fancier also, you know, right. I got a, you know, like a little, like, you know, choked up or whatever. Uh, and I think it was mostly due to the fact that like the guy putting the hat on your head was like, you know, calling you like the worst things on the planet, you know, a few weeks prior to that, you know, and like, no, he's calling you shit, mate. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're just like a, you know, a giant piece of shit. And then like, he like, you know, has like this like somber moment where he like, you know, is like, Hey, you know, and I'm sure he's, he's equally proud. I'm assuming he's equally proud. Like he yeah, turned, yeah. you know, this ball of flesh into super sailor, yeah. you know, and then I'm out there saving the world like a couple weeks later. So yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Uh, you know, so I mean like that, that was, that was, I think that was it, you know, and yeah, I guess everyone's like, you know, little about my family and blah, 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 you know, yeah. But I mean, you also accomplished something and a lot of us up until that point, uh, probably hadn't i mean even like the older guys who were you know in their you know mid-20s or something yeah. what have you accomplished you're here with me i'm 18 <laughs> right. you know i don't mean it to be sounding like, like an asshole but you know i mean like you know you're joining the navy you're you're late to the party pal yeah yeah you, well, know, you're, I mean, you know you're getting your shit together and this is part of it you know and, so i mean i'm assuming yeah. this is probably something that you know your first time of you know accomplishing something as well i mean it's something is this meaningful yeah, I can't speak for everybody. I mean, shit, they could have been doctors or something. Who knows? <laughs> uh, who came to your uh, graduation ceremony? No one, because it was, you know. The sailors before That's me. That's terrible. You know? but yeah, because like I, you know, it was we were on. You're on lockdown. You know, we we're on lockdown, basically. Still was, uh, you know, ThreatCon Charlie or whatever. So if you weren't DOD, you weren't getting on base. So I had to meet his family at, outside. At the gate. I had to meet him at the gate. So yeah, my family came, my mom, my dad, and my sister. Um, so it was nice. We got to, you know, go eat. Like, you know, I wore my my whites, my my working whites, you know. Yep. Felt like a badass. But you know, I was definitely like a snot-nosed little fucking idiot, you know, <laughs> coming right out of boot camp, the booter whole, you know, whole booter thing. But yeah, it was nice to see the family and you know, they, they got to watch the whole ceremony and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So that was it. My mom, dad, and sister. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they drove up from Kansas. It's like an eight hour, nine hour drive. They had a van. So they piled in it and came up and we went and ate, uh, yeah, like some, that. some buffet for, uh, um, uh, Thanksgiving. You know, because I mean, like I said, it was like Thanksgiving night. Yeah. And so I got, you know. I like to ask on my one on ones, what was the first thing you ate outside of boot camp, like that Liberty weekend? Like, <laughs> like, like if you just got out of prison or something? Yeah. <laughs> I'm halfway what it was. I, I like to tell people, I, I'm pretty sure mine was at the, the Rainforest Cafe at Gurney Mills Mall. Oh, <laughs> I actually think I ate there that weekend too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did. I don't remember specifically what I ate. No. <clears throat> I remember it was just like, I think I was just in shock at that moment, like to be yeah. out in the world, you know, just seeing like 
normal people. How, how long was your boot camp, including P days? 11 weeks, 12 weeks, the regular time? Yeah, I think mine was right at like 13 weeks. Maybe that was it. Maybe it's 13. I mean, September 11th through, or September 16th through uh, November, whenever Thanksgiving was that year. Oh, okay. oh, that's like nine and a half or something, because it's what, like my, week and a half or something of P days, like to get through everything. And then long. For, for some reason, it was like unusually long. Right. That happens, like, I guess in the off off months or whatever, if you go like in the winter and stuff like that, it takes longer to get enough people to be a division or something, I guess, or have enough divisions full for graduating class. So like, like we, you know, summer surge is, you know, assholes and elbows everywhere. So, oh yeah, you know, so like it was, you know, week and a half or two weeks of P days and then eight weeks of training. So how long did it take you to forget the general orders of the century? I think I bullshitted through them most of the time. So I couldn't, I probably couldn't remember all of them at, at one point, regardless. <laughs> I think that I, I think I probably forgot them when I got out of the Navy, to be honest with you. Like it, there's certain things that like, that I just remember. Like, I mean, like I can do like, yeah. uh, 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 what was that? A uh, deadly force, the definition right. of deadly force. Like I can still, I can rattle that thing off. Like it's going out of style, dude. Yeah. Uh, there's certain things that I can, that, always just clicked and uh, that was one of the things that like i never really had to like i knew that i'm pretty sure i knew up until like i just left i couldn't do it now but but i I mean i i think that like if it came down to it during inspection or something i could fire them up like in my fourth year at least right right now today could you successfully ask permission to come aboard a a u.s navy ship yeah oh easily yeah (laughs) FC3 to Cavill requesting permission to board. Is that how it goes? Yeah, pretty much. Requesting permission, I bust out my ID. Yeah. Hey, you got to hold it out in front of you. You got to salute the, the ensign first, you know. Hold it up. Salute. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. I, uh, I never minded that. I always thought that was like really, like, kind of like a cool deal that, you know, one of the main board, I mean. that boom, boom. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're graduating boot camp uh you you all knew where you're going to afterwards there's no weird stuff you had to do like you all knew you're going to tech core and and then yeah, yeah were you excited for that part of, of your navy career yeah I was yeah, excited. I mean, yeah you know you were done with boot camp so it was kind of you know, you had a little bit more freedom coming your way, you know, getting some liberty so, on the weekends. And so, everything we're else and having so we pretty much, we're still on track. We're still doing the same stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. You guys went to Tech Core first? Yep. And yeah, electronics and all that horse shit. Tech Core was like two years of college electronics in like, how long was it? Like seven weeks or something like that? I hated that, I hated like that thing months, so yeah. much. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't like being on... I, I didn't like the command that, that, that we were at either because I mean, it's like we went to boot camp and then, you know, across okay, the street. Now, now you can go across the street. Uh, but yeah. we still got all these like, you know, Johnny sailors walking around like, Ooh, here? you know, just being like, you know, they, cause you're at a student command. The first time I ever went to a non-student command, I was just like, okay, this is way better than I mean, like, I couldn't. Yeah. I, I 
the, the, the novelty of being out of boot camp wore off pretty quickly. Like, there's still a bunch of fucking rules I have to follow all day yeah. long. I mean, and not even like the regular Navy rules, you know? I got to go down and check the uniform of the day. Ooh, it changed. We put gloves on it today, guys. Like, okay, pal. Yeah. You get it. You're real sneaky. Uh, you can wear your hat, but it has to be the three-quarter roll or whatever the hell that thing uniform was. Of the day. I have to flip yeah. this podium over. Knock this nerd out up here that's telling me I have to wear a, my stupid bullshit. raincoat. Yeah. Standing those bullshit duty day watches in school was fucking dumb as shit. Yeah. You know, uh, okay, you got weekend duty uh, on Saturday. Let's wax the floors. No. Yeah. How about I sit in my how would I sit up in my room and don't wait for shit all day yeah. long? Yeah. I'll just come to the mustard, I'll play Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Hey, look, we're playing hey, oh yeah, I'm a year like after Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Grand Theft Auto hard, bro. Yeah. And uh yeah. Uh, you know, get off my case. Like, we don't need to do let, works the floors for 18 me, hours. <laughs> let me ask you this. Um, you, you, we, we went through 13 weeks of boot camp and you, we, we finally get out. We crossed the street into the training command. What did you spend your hard-earned $700 that you've saved through <laughs> up to that point? Well, where did that first paycheck go to? Do you remember? I got a CD player uh, with anti-skip, so and then in a bunch of like rap CDs. What did yeah, I remember getting you guys... CD player, you know, CD player, laundry soap, and uh, you know, some of the essentials. Maybe I maybe I bought some clothes. Some, some new threads, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know. Definitely some new clothes and the CD player, something that you can just like just to listen to music again. Yeah, uh, I've always been kind of frugal. Uh, so like I bought like a pair of jeans, I think a hoodie and a t-shirt and, uh, I may have, I don't even know if I bought a pair of shoes. I might've still worn the new balances. I probably wore, like, I, I probably wore mine for a bit. And then the first time I went I'm home, never I, really no, I got more clothes. Uh, I did spend like $200 on a watch, Damn. which, yeah, I know. Right. And it was like, I was so jazzed about, cause I was like, you know, 19 years old and I'm like, I'm just going to buy, so I bought like an Elgin watch. It was really nice. And I really, I, I dug it, man. And I wore it all the time for like two years. And then everyone was like, why are you wearing a watch, douchebag? Just use your cell phone. I got my first cell phone in A school. Yeah, I got mine in tech for whatever. Because it was like, basically, as people were starting to get them, but, you know, it was like, there was at least a couple months where I felt like I was somebody because I had a phone. <laughs> and I, it was, I thought it was so cool that I was like browsing the web, like, but on a text based. Oh, yeah. Screen, you know, I'm checking I was playing out. Snake Man, tearing it up. <laughs> My Nokia. Yeah, I mean, I remember those guys that did like go out and buy like crazy amounts of like clothes and shit, you know, like the guy that was in the guy in A school or whatever that had a closet full of stuff. Like, what are you going to do with all this, man? Yeah. You know, I knew but, that like my time at each of these places was so finite. Yeah, I was like, like, I wore the same hoodie shit. and the same T-shirt. I'm not done in line, man, for like a year. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't buy. Why I not? didn't buy anything. I just like sat on my. I had a PlayStation Two that my mom and dad got me for uh, uh, graduation. Nice. And so as soon as I like, I graduated boot camp in November. December, I got to go home. I grabbed that PlayStation, packed that thing back, and came back and bought one of those like. 
12 inch TVs or whatever. And dude, I just veg out and play some, you know, Madden or Grand Theft Auto or something. I had friends that come over. We just start playing PlayStation, watching DVDs. That was a big deal. How disappointed were you guys in the size of your checks when, (laughs) as a E3, E2, whatever? Like, there was no money. Yeah, but at the same time, like, we had no bills. Like, paying for anything. Yeah, okay. I had um, 80 bucks a month to my cell phone bill, the singular wireless at the time or something. Like, and that's it. Okay. Well, you know, um, this is pretty sweet. And I went home all the time, (laughs) you know, if I can. 150 bucks or whatever to fly or take the train sometimes you know nice. so when you were in what where, where were you were you from chicago from chicago to cleveland yeah oh nice and nice. he was one of those guys that went home every weekend well, not every oh, weekend. it was like guys. i went like every i went about every three four weeks i went home you know but i you know i got i got all my my visits in until i you know got to norfolk then uh went to like the twice a year plan yeah, um, it used to cost me like eighty-five bucks to catch a flight on a Friday night to, uh, like, after I get off of class, I'd, I'd go straight yeah. to Chicago. Eighty-five bucks, I'd yeah. be, I could be, I could be back down in Kansas. I mean, my mom would have to drive like an hour and a half to come pick me from the airport, but yeah. I yeah. did that like four or five times. So lame. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I was gonna be sunny California. Were you going home a lot, Drew? Not really. I think I went home mostly for the holidays. You know, it's, it's kind of, you know, not really far, but, you know, I, I couldn't afford to fly home. Like, yeah, um, yeah. but, you know, uh, on that, you didn't really, you're only spending it on like, you know, like ordering takeout food or something yeah. like that or delivery. <clears throat> you know, I think that was the main thing I spent a lot of my money on was just like, just real food. Yeah. On the weekends. Did you have bills. a car or anything when you were in uh, Great Lakes or? I didn't. I didn't either. I knew a guy that did have a car and it was kind of cool for a little bit until you realize that like you still have to come on base, leave base. And it was a yeah. big friggin' hassle. I mean, it just wasn't. I mean, I guess it was like, you know, pretty close after 9-11 or whatever. <clears throat> I didn't get a car. I didn't get a car until I got on Donald Cook. Yeah. I got one driving to Donald Cook. I, I <laughs> took a car to Dahlgren, so. I flew to Fresno one time and Adam picked up his car and drove it back to uh, Norfolk. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's a, that's a hell of a cross country trip, dude. Was, yeah. it, what, what I, what I like to remember about that trip was like, uh, we left in March and in California, March is super nice, but we decided to, we went to Vegas and then we wanted to hit Kansas. Obviously we got to go to Kansas and to get to Kansas, we got to go through Colorado in March. We're in the shitty little Honda Civic, going driving through the Rockies. March. That was the scariest drive I have ever experienced in my entire life. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was. I remember just both of us like on the like on the windshield, on the dashboard. Yeah, dude, just stay within the lines, man. And we're going ten miles an hour. Joe, because I was driving, and Joe's like, just drive like this with your index fingers pointed out, and just stay in between your fingers. Yeah. Oh man! But anyway, it also works if you're drunk. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a sound hey, strategy twofold. That's where it goes, Joe. <laughs> um, 
let me ask you guys this. How did you guys choose between FC and ET? Or were you guys always going to be FCs in your orders? They told me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they didn't have a choice. Yeah, they were just yeah? like ETFC, you know. They just, no, my, my grades weren't like high enough. I think there was only like a few spots for ETs. So I didn't even get the opportunity to pick. But um, yeah, I'm glad I got, I'm glad I was an FC. Oh yeah, obviously. Like yeah, no, yeah. only the people that went to ET. Oh, just, wasn't ET, nerds. There was a, there was a, I think there was like kind of like an even split when I was when I graduated and I was like super I mean I knew I was a bottom of the middle of the ro- of the road on the whole thing <clears throat> and uh, there you know and all these dudes like the top of et 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 I'm like hell no I don't even want to do this shit anyway like this <laughs> this sounds terrible like the et stuff just didn't sound fun to me it sounded like a bunch of math and like chasing numbers and stuff and with FC, you got to at least like, you know, the possibility of shooting something at some point. And that's what we're all there for anyway. You know, you want to be the guy that shoots a missile off or you want to be the guy that shoots the sea whiz. And the FC was the easiest path to get there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, that's, it was a, it was a no brainer. Like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do FC for sure. And I was, I'm jazzed that I got it. And Jazz that I got to be uh, an FCS tech versus, you know, like, you know, a display guy or something. No offense to anybody out there, display guys, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, <clears throat> one of it, you want to shoot stuff, period. Yeah. You want to see the yeah. video and be like, that was me, you know? So, I mean, it was, it was, I was, there was, I, did, I had no desire to be an ET whatsoever. Plus, they were all nerds that were picking it anyway. I saw the, I saw the dudes. But uh, what what did you guys like to do on your free time in, in Great Lakes? You know, smoke weed, do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Get hookers. <laughs> I would go to, like, go to clubs, man, like dancing. Like, I would. Did you? you? Know, yeah. Yeah, I would go to, um, like, Chicago and go to, like, uh, like dance and, and you know try and pick up girls that was what i did <clears throat> and um, um go to the mall you know of course and uh watch a shit ton of movies man i watched a lot of movies a lot of mission impossible really. <laughs> <laughs> mission impossible too man <laughs> i'd go to gurney all the time too I, man i, I was at gurney all the time yeah, I, I never, I, mean, I never was buying anything. I was just like a rat. Yeah, that model to be out, do something different. I would go to Chicago once a month, but but Chicago I mean, wasn't like super fun for me because it was like I was trying. underage. Yeah, exactly. Same. You know, and like, wasn't gonna do this. Like, go train. to the Navy Pier all the time. Ooh. Did you take the train to Chicago? Or oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And then you had to catch the last train so you could get back to the base on time and stuff and we had when to- i when yeah. i first when i first got to tech core uh well that guy dale that i said i was in boot camp with we were in the same tech core house too or whatever they called it you know yeah Barrett. and uh uh like a couple of duty days into it when I mean, we were both on the same duty day which was super awesome too so i mean like i wound up with like a really solid like good friend like right from the beginning, like it just all worked out perfectly. And uh, there's another guy in that. It was uh, a couple weeks before us and he was 
Scott from New Jersey and he, uh, he had a fake ID, but he wasn't like a really cool guy, you know, like it wasn't like he was going to clubs or whatever. He was like, I got a fake ID. Do you guys want to go get some booze and drink behind a dumpster at a Wendy's? <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I totally want to do that. You know, so we, we he would we'd go and he'd get like three like pints of Bacardi O or something, and then we would just get on the train and suck these bottles down in the you know hour long train ride or whatever it was, and then stumble around hammered off of Bacardi Limon or Bacardi O or whatever for a couple of hours and then come back to base. Uh, I also bowled a whole lot. On base or off base? On base. Yeah. On base. I'd walk, I'd walk all the way across that thing, go to go bowling. I bowled a couple times a weekend. You know I what? A lot. You know what I didn't take advantage of? Is those uh, those spots on base where it was just like those medium rooms, and they they just had a shit ton of Xboxes and Playstations, and you would go check out games and stuff, and, and you could game and shit. It was called like the Loft or something like that. Yeah, there was uh, a couple different places like I that. I went yeah. to I went to the one on uh, 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 when it, when I was in Tech Core. Uh, I was I was friends with this guy in my class, and uh, he was like. Uh, it was like a Monday night and I was like, what are you doing tonight, man? You know, and uh, he's, I'm going to go down to the loft and watch wrestling. Monday like, <laughs> night raw. No, I met like, Kurt Angle on base. I remember him being there. I remember him coming out there that day. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, this dude, Chris was like, I'm going to go watch wrestling at the loft. And uh, I was like, I'd never been in there. I thought it was like for like, you know, weirdos and shit. I yeah, go in there all, yeah. and it was, I mean, there was ping pong, there was arcades, there was, you know, I like how I saw, Zoo, I saw Zoolander in like a big screen, like like projection TV in there. It was crazy. Like I'd never even heard of Zoolander. I watched it. I was like, get was it what the hell is this nonsense I'm watching? And obviously I loved it. But <laughs> you know, yeah. it had probably come out when I was in boot camp. I'd never heard of it. Right. And saw it for the first time in this <laughs> the loft. And they had like bags of popcorn and shit. It was it was kind of cool, but never yeah, took advantage of it as, as much as I should have. <laughs> Yeah. It was. It was kind of uh, red. There was there was a couple of different places like that. There was like the loft or whatever, and like there was the room with all the computers. So I'd go check my emails there, like yeah. once a day or something, like a couple bucks here and there for uh, you know yeah, an hour of internet. Still popular back then, right? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I remember there was another building that had like MWR stuff, and like you could. Uh, so I'd get a little guitar playing, and before I brought one of mine back to the to the nice. barracks or whatever like go like sign out one or whatever up in the one room or whatever and it was pretty cool yeah man um kurt angle came to that that club right there across the street from yeah yeah uh, yeah i was sitting there like eating the philly cheesesteak or something from gino's or whatever the fucking thing kurt angle shows i'm like oh cool your paths never crossed or hey mine and andy's yeah or any of your not till oh, the like, 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 yeah, like I had said in the, the last one, like, I mean, I knew it, Andy's a recognizable dude. I mean, have you seen the size of his head? <laughs> this looks big. It's not really that big. <laughs> Bro, you wear a size 12 hat. No, don't. <laughs> Can't wear it. Your head's as big as <laughs> Barry Bonds. <laughs> After rookie of the year. <laughs> not before. No, Andy and I didn't. We didn't. We didn't. Our paths didn't cross yeah. until well after 
I mean, like, we we knew each other until we got to the got to the boat, and it was only like I think it was honestly like the first conversation was like, "Were you in Dahlgren at like blah blah?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, that was me." I'm like, "Okay, cool." I got my first bee sting <laughs> at training, and at the training coming, oh, yeah. a bee stung my ear. <laughs> that just popped in my head, and I remember that. Yeah. Were I mean, were you allergic to it or anything, or is it just like nope. the first time you got stung by a bee? It was just the first time I got stung by a bee, and I was like, "Fuck, this hurts." In <laughs> in boot camp or in Dahlgren or or not Dahlgren? Yeah, Great Lakes at the recruit training command, and I think I was pretty. I'm pretty positive I was waiting for a burger for from Miss Pearl, and it was outside. <laughs> uh, it was in the oh, oh, when they yeah, did yeah. the outdoor, yeah. <laughs> And outdoor remember, barbecue like, on the there's a lot of bees room. right now and then when, i was like out <laughs> yeah and i was like fuck a bee stung me yeah oh man dude yeah they, uh, that that whole place was dude the box lunches at service school command were pretty great like if you missed uh the oh, yeah. regular meal and had to get the the, the takeout or whatever rats too at, at at the training command right I'm not sure. I, I wasn't on like a night class to really get mid rats. Yeah. But, um, but I remember like the, the bag lunches were always good. Like you get the sub and chips and the cookie or whatever. But like those, like two days a week, they had the, the pizzas. That was pretty bitching. Ooh. That was good times. When I first got to uh, that, that command, like right after boot camp, you know, you got your sea bag and shit and you're walking yep. it over. You're walking it over because yeah, basically, across yeah. the street. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, so all the kids that went to like tech core from all the divisions or whatever, you know, you go to your like whatever like room or building you're going to be staying in. And they always have like the guy that's like on duty or whatever. It's like, all right, so this is in, uh, in building 423 on the, uh, you know, guy that's running the duty section or whatever he's yeah. also like an 18 or 19 year old kid and uh i remember this guy being like the stereotypical like gigantic douche yeah. like if you were to meet like stifler in real life you would you would <laughs> hate the guy probably i mean stifler's like yeah i mean i love sean william scott dude all day long right. but in real life you're just like no this fucking guy so that's the type of the guy this guy was and i remember just being there just like you know like He's like six two and like got like this great haircut and shit, you know. He's looking like a real, real balling ass guy, and uh, and I'm just thinking like this guy's a fucking dork. And then like three weeks later, he got busted with like a bunch of pills. Uh, uh, what were they? What, what, oh shit! Uh, God damn it, Molly. Uh, probably Molly. Yeah, probably back then. Yeah. What, what, what was the what was the name for back then? I mean, they didn't call it was Molly. It, was it ecstasy? Ecstasy, back then? ecstasy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And keep in mind, I'm also from Kansas, <laughs> and so I'm like, people take pills. I just <laughs> thought we smoked ditch weed and drank Keystone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's and I mean, he gets busted, right. and like 15 other people get busted. It's like a big fucking deal. Like yeah. these guys were had like jars for this shit. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, dude. Complete, complete shit heel. You know, and I just remember, like, as soon as you got busted being, like, pff, pff, nerd, like, everybody probably thought you were so fucking cool, and then you couldn't even fucking stop shoving drugs into your nose and into your <laughs> stomach for six yeah. years, dude. I did it. Right. You know? 
man, dude. No, I, I never had any respect for those people that did drugs during their naval career. I thought it was always ridiculous. How are you going to, are you sitting me, dude? You couldn't hold on for six years, man. Wonder what he's doing now. Hand what? jobs, probably. <laughs> I think, um, I'm, it's so, it's so crazy to think about all that time. Like, how often do you guys think about that far back? Not as much, but like, as every once in a while, I think about some of the guys from like boot camp, like, where are they now kind of thing? Like, you know, like, I remember I always, whenever advancement results came out, I always looked for like, try to find names I knew based on like, kind of what I knew some of the people went into rate wise, but never really saw as much. You but, guys? Yeah. What was that? What that military together? Oh, reserved? Together reserved. Yeah, together yeah. Reserved. Do you guys remember that was going around the ship? Yeah. What? It was like the military Facebook. Yeah, where... like classmates for the, the armed services. Did we have to yes. sign up for it? And uh, we were in like Dahlgren or something. I think we had to sign... to sign up for it, but like I don't know. I, I get the emails every day. I don't Still? think. Was, I don't. Th- <laughs> Really? Yeah. yeah. You used your real email was, address? It wasn't affiliated with the military at all. It was just no, like it was, a, just it was like thing. a military Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Thing. And like, and I remember you could like, you could choose like your ribbons, and it would display it on your page. Yeah, yeah that was pretty cool. No, I don't remember this at all. No, no. no. you weren't cool like I was. <laughs> No, because I was too busy on MySpace working right. on my fake profiles with Native yeah, American plastic dolls and shit. Uh, who your six best friends were and yeah. what fucking... Top I was eight. too busy setting my top eight, dog. Yeah. <laughs> it was the thing nobody appreciated that we all had basic HTML skills back when it's MySpace so was around. It's so crazy that like and, that, and all Tom did was teach us HTML, didn't sell our information, and was just like a generally nice guy. Yeah. And we shit on him. So we all got shit. sick of playing Mafia Wars or whatever. <laughs> I remember, I remember Drew, Drew and Ari told me about that on like a Friday night. And I'm like, I don't understand what you're talking about. And you're like, like so it's a thing you set up and you put your picture on there and you like are friends with people that you know. Like, how would they know me? Like, it just, like, was such a foreign concept of, like, this, like, social media thing where, like, right. what, what's wait, I, can have, I can have glitter all over my page. <laughs> if you had a MySpace page right now, what song would be playing right now? Oh, man. Oh, that's a thinker, huh? It'd be one of mine. I mean, that's. <laughs> oh, well, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, MySpace page. I, right now. I think like it's Andy's songs on my my MySpace. Obviously, yeah. yeah. We're all have Andy's songs. I but, think it, but, at the age of thirty-eight. Choose Andy's song. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope that at age thirty-eight, I would be like I've like evolved beyond like posting like WAP or something. You know? <laughs> but no in reality, no, we're still at military. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah, <laughs> still doing. I'm sure I'd think I was like super like cool and doing like you know like the greatest American hero theme song from the show from the 80s or something you know like buckwheat groats Tom Hanks something just just something dumb yeah I couldn't do 
and, and, and back then I even had like, I think it was actually, I know for a long time it was Dim Franchise Boys. I had White Tea on there for a long time. Right. Uh, when I listen to Dim Franchise Boys, I think of you, Joe. I love that song. Right. So stupid. So stupid. I, I hope they're, we I hope they're living large, though. We listen to that in your car like all the time, like driving to the ship. Um, I'm glad you brought up Joe's car because I've been wanting to get it, this off of my chest. About the Golden Warrior? Yeah. It was hot. Dude, I fucking hated carpooling with you because it'd be super early in the morning in the dead of winter and you had to smoke a cigarette on the drive <laughs> to work. And that shit bugged the fuck out of me. <laughs> I was right there with you though, Joe, man. I was I was I was part of that, so I can't complain about that. It was never that cold in Virginia, by the way. Yeah, really. Oh, yes, cold for, for it was. <laughs> for California, Florida, it's cold, but for yeah, real men so. like me and Joe, it's not. It'd be freezing fucking cold, and the window would come down, and the cigarette would come out, and I'd be shivering. Well, I'm, yes, already going, I'm already going to the place I hated most in the world. Yeah. The Big Gray Hate Maker. I just want to let everybody know that Justin Bell invented that saying. Justin Bell, STG3. Uh, I wanted to get that off my chest for a while. Damn, dude, I'm sorry, man. I didn't know that. I don't even know if I could forgive you for that. (laughs) I really hated that. We're uh, we're pretty much bullshitting. So um, what I did, have you guys heard of Untapped? Yeah. Yes. So I made a, a untapped account for the oh. podcast. Oh, there you go. That we could review beers at the end. And then maybe at the end of the year or whatever, we could see which ones were our favorite beers or whatnot. Andy, on a scale of one to five. Right. Um, how do you like Vienna Lager? Lager. That's, can we do halves? Because yeah, yeah. I'd say, yeah, I'd give it a three and a half. You know, it's it's not the... Not the greatest thing to ever hit my lips, but it's, you know it's pretty good. Oh, Joe, you got you got your uh, five light. Right, <laughs> it's perfect every time. Consistent. Five. Don't even mess with me. Yeah. Nope, I'm doing it. I mean, I, I don't think that I don't even think that you should even like count nope. that. Uh, that's your fault for choosing. Is it a Bud Light? It is. Yeah, it's a Bud Light. <laughs> It's a king. Well, it's Budweiser, but you get it. All right. On a scale of one to five, what would you give your Bud Light? You know, it's not my favorite beer in the whole world, so I'll go four. Four? Yeah. I, I, I save the five for the ones for the ones that I really like. Well, yeah. And then um, I had the uh, what, the Elysian Space Dust. Ooh. Ooh. And um, I like to do it. Fours and fives are if I, I would go out of my way. To buy it again. Sure. Three is if I like it. And so I'm just gonna give it a solid three. That's fair. That's how I that's how I do it. All right. All right. I mean, I would go out of my way to find an ice cold Bud Light. You would? Right. Yeah, why not? Well, I mean, I don't have to go out of my way, I guess, at all, because they're always just there. They're there. But that's the beauty of it, is that it's there. Yeah. So so I'll keep track of our beers on the official average G.I. Joe podcast untapped account. Nice. At the end of the year, we'll see what where we're at with our beers. 
Uh, where was that one you the, the one you had the Elysium? Where's that out of? That's out of Seattle. Seattle. I think that like a lot of places are getting a little bit too like feel like pretentious with their like amount of like beers. You know what? Tastes like well, we got a lot of we got a lot of local breweries here. You My know, original. Uh, what are they called? What the microbreweries? Craft beer. The uh, Blue Moon is my original. Oh yeah, right. I went to that. Uh, went to the um, brewery there in uh, Golden, Colorado. Oh yeah, yeah. remember That's that? Like, too. you guys got on the cool.